Hello, fam, and welcome to a special episode of Ceremony Circle Podcast. And if this happens to be your very first time voyaging with us, welcome. I am your host, shaman, and the best-selling author of both the Animal Power book and card deck, Allison Charles Story. I have gotten many requests from you avid listeners that you would actually like to hear more from me about my personal rites of passage, initiations, perspectives, and shamanic way of life and experiences. So one way I could immediately bring that to you is by sharing in today's episode my time with Danny Morell on his The Higher Self podcast. This is truly one of my all-time favorite guest appearances, and you will for sure get to hear many of my completely transparent takes on the world of spirituality and many of my most sacred and personal life shares. So without further ado, join and hear more from me right now on the Higher Self Podcast with Danny Morell. Welcome to the Higher Self Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you unravel anything keeping you from a life of true abundance, joy, and happiness, which is your birthright. Each week, we'll bring in different guests specifically tailored to help you on your journey to discovering your higher self, whether it's spirituality, business, finances, health, or relationships, there are no topics that are off limits. So get ready and enjoy this week's episode of The Higher Self. Welcome to this week's episode of The Higher Self. Animal power, a hundred animals to energize your life and awaken your soul. And, and look what's on the cover. I love this. What is this, by the way? That is my dear black jaguar. The black jaguar. Yes. I can't wait to hear all about that. Whenever you sit with plant medicine, you start to realize the importance of animal energy and what they mean or could mean to your life. And on this week's episode, we've got Allison Charles, the author of Animal, animal Power. How are you? Mm, I'm so good. Thanks for having me in your home. Yeah, thanks for being here. So I want to know what... What what caused you to write? Look at this. The moth. Hold on a second. The moth. Yeah. The kangaroo. We've got leech represented. The we've, fox. Yeah. The cricket. This this is big. And for those of you listening, you know, um, I want to have a feather. I know. I just I was seeing it poke out of the bottom. I yeah. I forgot I put that in. I there. love that. But for those of you that have sat sat with plant medicine, specifically with ayahuasca, mm. you'll you'll realize that in your journeys. Um, I actually have a gorilla tattooed right here on my arm. See that? Beautiful. Oh, I, I got a wave of emotion looking. Yeah. You know what this was about? Um, I had lost um, a large portion of my masculine energy in a, in a previous relationship. Mm. Um, 100% on me. Mm. I, I, I just wasn't speaking my truth and being my truth. I had lost myself. And in this journey... Um, the medicine showed me like the gorilla and it, it was as if it was, it was time to like reclaim that, that energy within myself. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that happened was, um, I was in ceremony and out of my back came these big, beautiful wings and I stood up like a, like an eagle. Right. And I basically like started to fly and I'm sure you'll appreciate and love this, but right across from me, my friend Barry was there. And after the ceremony was all done, I wasn't flapping. I wasn't doing anything. I was just standing up. Mm. And he says, you got your wings, didn't you? Uh. And I go, how do you know? And he goes, because I saw you. Uh -huh. And that's the beautiful thing about the medicine is yes. that you really, yes. you're in the spirit world. Yes. Yeah. And I, um, yes, to all of that, feel the, what I call the divine tingles coursing yeah. through my body, especially my arms. And as a seer, which of all of my spiritual gifts that I've been very fortunate to been given and allow myself to activate, my seership is probably my my primary gift in terms mm -hmm. of strength and clarity. And uh, I can relate to your friend Barry being able to see into the field. I, you know, I always like to keep um, obviously a lot of parts of these stories sacred, but yeah. I can usually tell what wants to be expressed and what wants to remain um, private. But I'll, I will share. In a somewhat recent journey, 
uh, with some friends. It was a friends only journey. So, you know, sometimes that's just an extra vibey space to be in when everybody you're, you're voyaging with or you're close to. And, um, you know, I was chatting with a friend in the middle of the journey and uh, I forget, I think we were talking about music uh, because we both get channeled songs all the time. And, he was asking me like to to tune into a song and i was like i'm i'm unable to in this moment because all i can see is is the ayahuasca field and he was like well then share with me what you're seeing and i was telling him in great detail you know all of the openings and the colors and just the the movement of the of the shapes and of the medicine and messages and um, a friend was laying down and about a half hour later when we were sitting on the couch he said you know i've never experienced this before, but as you were describing the field, like you were describing me and you were describing what I was becoming through the medicine. And I was able to tap into the field and see what, what he was becoming. So I can relate I to what Barry was seeing in you getting your wings. I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, how, how did you come about this book? Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a big question. Um, and by the way, can I have a copy? Cause I, I'm like really interested in this. Yes, yeah. I I thought. Tell me, you where, might. Tell me where to buy one. Tell me. Where, I'll, I'll I, I I brought it. You can okay. have it. I just need okay. the feather back, but okay. you can have. It. I was gonna say that's a nice. <laughs> I know the I know the importance of the feathers. Yeah. So that'd be a nice gift. Yeah. Um. So we'll do a trade. Awesome. But, uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, the journey to arriving to truly birthing this book and deck into planet Earth into fruition. Oof. Oof. Um. Yeah. Wow. I'm very present to the feelings of the many initiations and rites of passages that both of those projects took me through from the start of me having publisher meetings and literary agent meetings to the time when the book actually popped out and and birthed was about an eight-year journey. So it was definitely not an overnight project. And I have nothing against people that work with ghostwriters, like do whatever's in alignment for you. But for me, you know, I can honestly say that I <laughs> poured every aspect of my mind, body, spirit, soul into every word, you know, every decision in that book, you know, came straight from myself and the animals. And the the journey, the through line thread of how this happened was after my divine intervention and spiritual awakening, which for me, those two things, like they were a one epicenter in time, like cataclysmic moment. And from from that veil lifting and egoic shell obliteration that the awakening provided to me, I was seeing myself without illusion and denial, the relationship I had been in and all sorts of things. I just had multiple awakenings after that initial one. And I decided to finally surrender and get out of my own way. And I spoke to great spirit, my soul and great mother earth and, and expressed that, that genuine prayer, uh, to be guided. And not long after surrendering and beginning to truly heed the calls, I was guided to work with my aunt, who's a shaman. And in that soul retrieval session, my core power animal came in the black jaguar and then not long after that, my three other supporter animals to help me through that time in my life, the bear, the deer, and the frog all came in. Mm. And this is like, you know, well beyond a decade ago at this point, um, I don't know, probably closer to 15 years. And so what ensued, you know, at the at the time that this was all happening, I was very aware of the messages that they were providing to me, the medicine that they were bringing to me to, to be supportive. You know, the bear would come to me in my meditations and and teach me how to let go into the arms of the divine and surrender and all of these things. And the frog, you know, those leaps of faith and the medicine of only leaping forward and not getting tangled back into that cycle of insanity with my previous partner and and the deer, the path of the heart who played, if we get to it, there's actually a really beautiful story. I know you know Luke, my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the deer has been a supporter power animal guide for for me for more than a decade. And it was a the key animal in bringing Luke and I together. Wow. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know it at the time, but what was being cultivated was this deepest, most reverent, trust-filled rapport and communication line, a relationship between me and the power animal realm. And it's just been one of the most rapturous, if that's even a word, and beautiful relationships I've ever experienced in my earth walk because 
I trust them with all that I have, and they trust me to be an integrous voice for them. For them. And when I'm in these situations where, you know, a lot of my medicine got activated in New York City, and I was shown visions of how, you know, the truth of who I am and my soul calling and mission here, how it was supposed to express out into the world. And I was in the beginning, I was like, oh my God. And even still sometimes to this day, I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, it's just very outward and it's very public. And um, I would be on stage, you know, at these huge events with these like big brands in the middle of Manhattan with thousands of people. And I would be doing live power animal readings. And imagine the vulnerability and trust you have to have right. to know in real time they're going to show up and communicate. And so it was in that communication with them. I had flown uh, to Bali to write what I thought was going to be my first book. You know, finally, after three and a half years, got clear on what I thought it was, had the right literary agents. We had the we had the train chugging down the tracks at this point. And in my first morning meditation in Bali, all the animals flooded in. I, have you been there? Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's no Bali veil. is magic. Yeah. Bali is, yeah. Pure magic. It's like a journey in and of itself. Totally. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I feel it. And uh, in that first me morning meditation, all the animals came in and they were like, You've worked hard to get to where you, what you think the book is going to be, but it's not it. It's a it's a book with us. And I was like, oh, of course. You know, it's one of those the biggest dumb moments, <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, of the, it should have been this all along. And so, thankfully, my team was on board. And then I said yes to answering the call, and then communicated with them day in day out. Luke was witness. It was we were still living in L.A. at the time when I was working on the book in this tiny little desk up in our bedroom, and he would see me up there every day chatting with them and and writing the book and here here we are so i have a lot to say um first things first if you're listening um to this this is the beauty of life hmm. the, the the beauty of life is the ability to quiet your mind to heal and open your heart to discovering who you uniquely and truly are and when you do that, you'll realize that all of us as human beings have very unique and different spiritual gifts. And our purpose here is to share those gifts for the betterment of humanity and the betterment of ourselves. And when we are able to step into that power, we are truly living not a societal life, a life that is so focused on glamour, um, materialism, achievement, power, um, a life that is focused on the external, but a life that is focused on the internal, a life that is focusing on helping each and every one of us as human beings to discover who we really are. And the beautiful thing about it is that we all do this in very unique, different ways. And you do this by helping us connect with our animals, which I'm, I'm, I, I wanted to, I want to say what I'm about to say, and I, I want to say that like I am like a kid in a candy store right now. Mm. I can't wait to hear everything that you mm. say. But for someone that is living in that, by the way, it's just where you are in your journey, someone that is living in that societal life right now, mm. they may not necessarily understand this. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I was and there. I, yeah, I, I was there too. <laughs> and so I want to tell you, hang in there because um, if you're up for it, are you up for a reading? I'm totally. Okay, because I, I want them to like really feel, yeah. I want them to really see the magic in this. But also, I'm, I, I'm like a kid in a candy store right there because I've been in journeys. And I've seen Mother Aya tell me that she was going to transform my life like a butterfly. Mm. And I've seen how present the butterfly is in my life and all of these animals. And so I'm intrigued. Like, how does one begin to discover their connection with the animal king? Mm. Yes, I am going to answer that. Two quick things, because um, this is a vibe that we're co-creating here. Two quick things that just want to be expressed regarding the flow that you were just in is, yes, the beauty, the, the richness, the true, genuine fulfillment, true, genuine inner peace, true, genuine happiness that comes when you really, truly live in devotion to the divine. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. And I know the lifestyle that you described, that was my pre-awakening lifestyle. And I coined a phrase actually, um, and that phrase is winning, but lost. Oh, 
I'm going to use that one. No, you're I'll, not. I'll give you credit. Okay. I'll give, as I'll give you credit. As, I'll give you credit. As long as you give Winning me credit. Winning but loss, I promise you forever, I will say Allison Charles. Okay. And if not, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, my team knows me. The one who wrote the animal book. The one who wrote okay, the animal book. Okay, <laughs> we have that. We have, yeah, that, we have that on tape. We have that on tape. Because there was a strong download that came in. And Because when I was reflecting on what my life was like before, I, I was like, why was I so miserable? Why was I suffering so much? Why did I have all these autoimmune disorders and all of these things going on when I was a national champion athlete? I was a top-rated radio host. I was a national daytime television talk show host. I was in this seemingly great relationship, like winning all these accolades, all these awards, all this external validation, but I was lost inside and miserable. And so I always love to be honest about that because I know what that way of life is like. I know what illusion is like. I know what denial is like. I know what suffering is like. And I know what living in devotion to the divine is is like. And that's that. where the true happiness and peace oh, and fulfillment comes I in. love that. Like you like you make me want to cry because it just brings me back to like those moments in ceremony where you just feel like, thank you. Cause you, cause you get it. And you know, it's interesting, but like I was winning and lost as well. And anyone who has gone deep in their spiritual journey understands what this feels like and what this means and how beautiful it is when you finally like remember who you really are. Oh man, when you, you get know? connected to the web of allness, the web of totality, and you start to learn how to, in a reverent, honoring, respectful way to become at one with that web of totality, you move in life it, in a totally different way. And it does not mean that the challenges cease. Right. You know, like I've I've gone through a lot of tribulations and and years of deepest shadow work and dark nights of the soul. And you know, I only recently started sharing the story of Luke and I about a year ago um, experiencing a miscarriage, which in a lot of shamanic cultures they actually call it a dissolving. They don't really use the term miscarriage, but I'm able to witness myself experience what you would categorize as these like really hard or, or challenging life experiences, but I'm able to stay unified with the beauty and the richness. And I'd never been more closely connected to the miracle field than when I was experiencing that miscarriage. Mm. And it's all a result of walking the shamanic path and being connected to the web that we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So I know I went on a tangent, but it just felt like it wanted to move through. But I love it because I feel like we need to hear that mm. because I feel like so many of us, you know, it truly is. It's, it's the society. It's, you know, some people call it the matrix, you know, until you disconnect yourself from that wounded part of you that needs out here so much and then you finally arrive and you were like, oh my God, I want everybody to have this. Oh my God. Because it's so beautiful. I know. And one of my favorite things, you're actually going to get, you're the first interview and podcast that I'm going to say this out loud. It was a realization that recently came to me and I was just like, oh, <laughs> this is everything. And I just was up filming in the Gaia Networks in Colorado a couple days ago. And I thought that what I'm about to share was going to come through, but the interview wrapped and I was like, I didn't say the thing. So now I'm going to finally say the okay. thing. Okay. And um, I don't know if everybody else will think it's as cool as me, but I just love it so much. Um, so in... An ancient Chinese language, the word shaman actually translates to this. I don't know. And in an ancient Siberian language, the word shaman translates to one who knows, one who sees in the dark. And I'm just so obsessed with this concept right now that in these most ancient languages, the word shaman translates to what feels like these two opposite definitions. Yeah. I don't know. And one who knows. But that's what shamanism is. Right. It's, it's you know, devoting to the infinite evolutionary path, devoting to living in service to the divine and the greatest good of all, which I, I do a very good job of. And at the same time, the deeper I get on the path and the wiser I am and the more into my elder and oracle years I get, I realize I know nothing, 
but I'm wiser than ever before. And so I just, I, I've been waiting to just like speak to this because I think it's so beautiful that these ancient language connect in those like both ends of the spectrum of what it means to, yes, get into your mastery in different categories in life, but also forever remain that humble student For sure. on that infinite evolutionary path. You know what I thought of? So often, um, I say what I'm about to say with love because I know what it's like to be in this place. Um, but but so often when we are living in the energy of um, of fear, um, and I'll call it when we haven't really tapped into our true power, we want someone outside of us to give us the answer, you know? And so we are bombarded with messages on Instagram, literally people saying, you know, uh, my, my, my boyfriend doesn't give me attention. What should I do? Or, you know, just mm. so every question you can imagine. And, um, I find that the most power that people can receive, um, like in our coaching programs, for example, is when someone asks me a question, the most powerful answer I can give them is, I don't know. What do you think? Yes. Bingo. Bullseye. You know what I'm saying? I do. Right. I do. Because yeah. they know the answer. Yes. We all know the answer. Yes. We're just afraid of the answer. And it, in my opinion, the most masterful healers, guides, coaches always return the student back to themselves. You to you. Yes. That's it. And and I see, you know, a lot of distortion, you know, in these different fields. Um, and some, you know, is unconscious and some is conscious, but the healer and guide wants to feel needed and they want to feel validated too for their gifts. And so they will find a construct and a way for the student to feel reliant on them. And that's very traumatizing and the opposite of what you want to it's do. It's so funny. And I, I'm, I, I want to speak on this because I, I, I think it's a part of humanity that if you're not careful, um, you'll never truly understand. And I can speak on this because that was me. Mm. That was me. Um, that that picture right there. That's that's me and Kobe Bryant right there. Mm. And that was that was right before he passed. And I used to host an event called Awaken. And and at that event, um, I used to say, "I want to help you." Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. But really, what I wanted was I wanted you to like me. Bingo. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware of it, but that's a lie. In the deepest parts of me, I was aware of it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank that's you. a lie. Yes. In the deepest parts of me, I was aware of it. However, I was too afraid to go into that. Yes. Because then what would it mean? It would mean essentially I'm a fraud is what it would mean. And everything that you've built Putting your it business around is, is a lie. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so that would unravel a whole lot that needed to unravel. AKA everything. <laughs> everything. Absolutely everything, right? Which is eventually what I did, mm. right? And it was interesting, but also even, you know, bringing famous people to the event, it was like, it was like power through association. You know, it was like I was looking for that power mm. and I wanted that power and being able to be the guy that brought the people, mm. right? And I want, especially for our listeners to understand this, it's very important that you start tuning into your intuition and you start tune, tuning into not these eyes, but this eye here, here and, 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 and really start to see when someone is giving a message, right? Or mm -hmm. someone posts a video or someone does anything, look beneath mm -hmm. the, 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 the thing that you're seeing and look behind it and ask yourself, What's in it for them? What's in it for them? And what is the true motivation for them? Because I know of people, unfortunately, who, who are on the spiritual journey and are on the medicine path. Some of the most popular people out there, by the way. You know, yeah? I do know. Okay, so the, mo <laughs> the right, who are on the path, and it's like, yeah, yeah, out here, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're trying to do something for the people. But back here, if you unravel and unravel and unravel and unravel and you go, you if you look closely enough, you'll see. Mm. And you'll be able to see like, there's this ickiness about it. There's a distortion. There's a distortion. There's a, 
There's a unembodiment. Unembodiment. There's a there's a cool crowdness to it. There's a there's there's a lack of love. Yeah. There's a lack of true love. There's a lack of true unity. There's a lack of um, how do I say this? Of oneness, because. Ultimately, what a what a true shaman or guide or a leader should want is he should want nothing, nothing but for you to find yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's it, and that's why, like at my event, I started t- telling my 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 team, I don't want anybody to introduce me anymore. I don't mm. want any round of applause. Mm. I don't want any selfies. I don't want any of that because when you're doing that. You don't understand that what you're doing is you're putting your love, your life, your energy, your power in me. Mm. I don't want your energy. Yeah. I want you to put it in you so that you could become the most powerful version of yourself. Yeah. And I'm only able to speak about this because I was that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for your transparency and vulnerability um, and excavating that story. I think it's really big, potent, needed medicine. Um, and I'm loving this organic weaving and and divine river flow of our conversation because it's just leading us um, to a lot of the topics that are at the forefront of my heart right now and that I feel most inspired to share about. And, you know, I, I do think it's a very wise point to make, especially for those newer to the spiritual path, the hero's journey. They're feeling that Oof, that deep inner soul urging and, uh, and pulsing, and it's it's guiding them to different practices, spaces, mm-hmm. ceremonial facilitators, whatever. And I also do similar recommendations. It's like, I don't care if your cousin had an incredible, you know, peyote journey with so-and-so. I don't care if your best, best friend, you know, has heard about whatever ritual. It's like, what teacher is for you and what what space is for you and doing what you said really tuning in to the guide the teacher the facilitator learning to trust yourself to to feel into their field to feel into the fabric of their being and to really um go beyond a lot of the facades of the social media and yes the portrayals of the fancy websites and all of yeah. those things because let me tell you, I have been on this path for many lifetimes and many, many years this lifetime in a completely devoted way. And I have seen a lot, just like I'm sure you have. And like you said, um, you know, and this is not, this is what I'm about to share. It's nothing, it's not a shaming situation. It's just um, more of a liberating, transparent conversation that I feel is needed. And Yes, there are a lot, um, there are many spiritual teachers and shamans that you listeners probably know and follow. And if you were aware of some of their behaviors and actions off screen, off social media, you would be aghast. Yeah. Aghast. You know, um, this brings something up. And 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 by, and by the way, by the way, I'm, I'm so grateful for this conversation because right. I think they really need to hear this. Um, and I think we have a responsibility to share this because it's one thing for us to come on the show and, and mention ayahuasca or psilocybin mushrooms or things like that. And then, and then it's another thing to, to really be able to point people to understand that ultimately energy is energy. And that energy of that individual is going to show up in your ceremony one mm-hmm. way, shape or form or another. But this brings me up to Latin America. You know, in, in Latin America, we have a culture where women are very distrusting of men, Mm -hmm. rightfully so, because there's this energy in Latin America where, you know, the man um, is taught to be a womanizer. The man is taught to be with multiple women, even when he's married. Um, For example, like I have like 14 or 15 different aunts and uncles from like six or seven different grandmothers. Mm -hmm. And this was very normal right? This was, it's not so common now, but we as men, as little boys who are of Latin American descent, we grow up with this knowledge and this understanding. And then what gets distorted is once you cross over into the spiritual realm, Mm. I've heard horror stories. I've heard horror stories of women, maybe not physically, but energetically 
energetically being penetrated. Yeah, being violated. Being violated during journey. And it brings me up, I forgot the guy's name, which it, it's, it's no one's business, it doesn't matter. But I remember seeing a guy in Latin America and he was doing like a bunch of breathwork sessions or something like that. And, and, and he had some good marketing. Mm -hmm, so I was like, man, mm -hmm. that guy has got some good marketing. It, Normally the best marketing, yes, right? Yes, yes. But beneath it, I just felt this thing right here. I was like, mm. oh, this doesn't feel right. Something's not right here. Mm. Sure enough, six months later, I find out the guy was like tricking all of the women and, of, and their daughters to like sleep with him. Mm. It, it was disgusting. And I think he's in jail now and there was this huge... Mm this huge online thing and it was a mess and i we share this to you so that you can become aware sovereign uh, yeah because there's a lot of people that use spirituality just like you use success in business just like you use success in in, in materialism it's just a new thing until they find out the truth about who they are and and then all of that can fall apart. Yeah, there's a lot of manipulation um, that goes on. And the other thing that I always like to share is, you know, when I, I speak to this topic specifically, I'm not, you know, putting my place, my space like in a holier than thou zone. Like I honor and revere my human aspect just as much as I honor and revere the, the shaman in me. But where I do give myself a lot of honor and credit is I fucking face myself. Yeah, yeah. Relentlessly. Yeah. Potentially to a fault. I do integrity checks exhaustively. But you know what? I would rather be on that end of the spectrum than lying to myself, allowing right. myself as a spiritual leader and teacher to get into the field of delusion, self-delusion. That happens a lot. And another good quote, you know, since you're a quote guy, you're probably like this one too. I haven't posted it yet, but um, I have it made. And it says, uh, let's see, compassion. The quote says, compassion without accountability and responsibility is enabling. And it's like, I, have, I can have compassion for people, but it's those who exhaustively use that excuse of like, oh, I, I was wounded or, oh, I ha I've had trauma. I'm human. Have compassion for me. But they don't put in the work. Right. They leave out really getting into the, to the tail end of the root of the root of the root of the root. You have to go into every, every fiber. Every nook and cranny. Yeah. Every single one. And right. I, I can have grace for people who might act out or have these human behaviors and tendencies that can cause harm as long as they're equally in the space of like, I'm looking at this. That's right. And I'm seeking counsel in this. And I'm currently doing X, Y, and Z to rectify and transmute this. Right. I can respect that. Yeah, because that's an awareness of yeah. self. Yes. And when we are aware of self, we are, we are understanding, number one, of others, right? Yeah. But number two, of ourselves. And we can say things like, look... I'm aware of this. I'm working on this and and I'll get there. And I'm aware that when I do this, when this thing's when this piece comes out, I'm aware that it's tracking back to this thing that happened to me when I'm 6, when I was 6, and I'm aware that right. when this when this acting out happens, I can tell that it creates A and B That's for right. people. I am seeing this and I'm working on and this. I'm working on it. But yeah, to to put a little button on, it's it's again, you know, not just in the the spiritual leader teacher field but i i do see it a lot it there's still like when these shadow aspects of the human behavior comes forward i think it's too scary to a lot of these speech, uh, spiritual teachers egos kind of like your previous self to like really excavate and look at that because then what would that mean about me would that mean that as a guide for all of these men's groups or whatever I've been doing, that I actually haven't been a, a truly embodied teacher. And so out of the fear of really facing that, they stuff it back you down. You stuff it back down. Yeah. You, you know when, you know when, this is beautiful. We're, we're going deep right now, but you know, you know, I'll never forget when it happened to me. I was in the process of uh, reading the book, not the power of now, but a new earth by mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle. Uh, two great book recommendations, by the way. Um, and I was going on a walk. And, and back then, I had an issue with Jesus. 
I had a big issue with Jesus. I was mad at him. I was mad at all things God. I'm really intrigued by this. Jesus happens to be my main guide this lifetime. So this Really? Is, yeah. Okay. So I came from a very religious background. Um, first I was Catholic and then I became Christian. And I was the guy, like I still am now, like when I find something, I want to bring everybody with me mm. type of deal because I'm always searching for like the truth, you know? Um, well, I was I was really mad at Jesus because long story short, my mom passed away from cancer mm. and she waited for him to come based off of the religious belief mm. that we had at the time. And uh, he, he obviously never came. And, um, and so I harbored a lot of resentment towards God um, because that's who I was told back then that God was mm. back then. Um, and so I'm on this walk with this book, Eckhart Tolle, and, and he said something specifically about Jesus. And I'll, I'll never forget, I'm on Haven Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. I'm walking mm -hmm. up. I'm walking up and I have my headphones on and the sun is out and I finally go, oh my God, I get it. Jesus, I know who you really are. Oh. I know who you really are. And in that moment, I saw him for who he really was, mm. my brother, mm -hmm. my brother, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Not yes. the guy who's coming to save me. Yes. Not, not, you know, quite frankly, not only my brother, but the guy that like, like let him rest in peace. Yes. Because he's being used. Yeah. And he's being used for harm mm -hmm. is what he's being used for. And I don't want to get too much into that because I don't know if you're ready for that. But when I finally found Jesus mm -hmm. and I found Jesus and I found God and I found myself and it all just kind of clicked in that moment, wow. I remember I was like, I get it. And I, I can't be mad at you because if I'm mad at you, I'm mad at me. Mm. And it was just this beautiful moment. Anyhow, I walk back down. I walk back down Haven. I walk around. I walk up to the house. I get into the house. And I start to realize, like, man, you know what? I don't really want to be famous anymore. Mm hmm. I know that feeling. Because that's what the whole thing was about, by the uh, way. Okay. I had this feeling, I don't want to be famous anymore. And then it was as if it, was, it all happened on the same walk. And it was as if there, there was some, something that happened, but I, I start hyperventilating. Mm. And I go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I start to pass out. Well, if I don't want to be famous, the one thing I wanted to be, be my entire life, then who am I? Why are and you And what do I want to be? And what the hell am I doing here? I thought I was going to die. You were. I, I was dying. <laughs> I, I died in that moment. Yes. And I had to call someone for help. And yes. I was being like, Please just just keep me here because I'm about to go. Yeah. Because everything that my ego had created, yes. every story that backed this this being within me died in that moment right there. And you know what's the craziest thing? The craziest thing, when I no longer wanted to be quote unquote famous, it's when everything started to grow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I do. Because I was no longer trying. Yeah. I was genuinely, I'm just trying to help the world. Yeah. Like see all of this wonderful, beautiful stuff that I've been able to witness mm. and hopefully be able to like experience it in their own lives. Oh God, you know? I love that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing Ascended <laughs> Master Jesus in. Yeah. Um, the one little quick thing that your explanation brought me to is, um, you know, he's an ever present guide and and fellow of, of mine. And, um, oftentimes when I access into the other realms and, and he's there, it, my experiences and conversations with him is, is the precise texture that you described. It's mm -hmm. just my fellow brother and a family member. And he always communicates to me, just looking me directly into the eyes. It's an energetic of equal um, of, of, of mutual respect and reverence. And there are also times where as we're conversing, we, we just merge as one, you know, and remember that, you know, we, we're all the same. And one quick question that I have, because sure. I don't think you know this, uh, but my awakening came from a past relationship with a Latin man. And so, and it was all around the textures that you were describing, the, you know, the machismo and just yeah. the ancestry lineage things that have been pervasive in a, in a lot of those cultures. For and sure. um, yeah, I, I just found that kind of interesting that you, that you brought that piece in. And I, 
I just brought up a curiosity. I don't typically like to know people's like backgrounds and nationalities. You can ask whatever but you want. what what is your background? Ecuadorian and Dominican. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what I, was what was he? Puerto Rican. Oh, Puerto Rican. Yeah. It's just like Dominican. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Loud hands. And and yeah. Salsa. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. Arroz con gandules. Yeah. And I was I was in I was in that vibe for almost two decades, you know, so I got to know it quite deeply and quite well. And, you know, went to Puerto Rico a lot. And um it boy was that poof, boy was that a uh, a learning, deep learning journey. But you know what I will tell you? I will tell you to credit, you know, Latin American men. Um, and I, and I say this like, not because I am one, but I say this because I've seen my brothers who have awakened. Mm -hmm. There is like, when, when, when the Latin American male awakens, there is nothing like sweeter, kinder, more loving on the planet than that man. And his love for his woman Mm. is like powerful because it's truly who we are yeah we truly are we love life we love music we love food we are we are lovers of life and yeah we are lovers of the feminine we are lovers of the feminine Mm -hmm. and we all really love love the only problem is that we've been shown to stay away from love we've been shown to stay away from our hearts and when that awakening happens it's like oh all you want to do is sing. All you want to do is sing to your woman and love your woman and cherish her. It's it's actually the opposite of what we've been raised to become. Totally. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that piece up because yeah, yeah the power of of that alchemical experience. It's 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 I think extra magnified because of the history of the energetics. So then when when the man is able to completely shift that that course um i can i can see how there can be no nothing more powerful and i think that's partially i mean there were so many threads at play in that past relationship that i was in um but i think one of the many reasons there was also codependency on my end and and he had addiction issues but one of the things i think that kept me in it for so long uh was tuning into, you know, as a seer, being able to feel into that thing that you were describing that I knew was possible was for possible, him. possible, right. Um, you know, but God God bless him, me, the journey. Yeah, everything. It was perfect. So, yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. I love that. Hey, thanks for watching this week's episode of The Higher Self. The reality is, is if you're watching this show, it's because you are searching for more and you know deep within your heart and soul that there is more potential from your life. Maybe you desire true financial abundance and freedom. Maybe you desire to heal the fragmented parts of you. Or maybe you just, maybe you desire to attract the relationship of your dreams and be in a relationship with passion and true love. Whatever the case may be, that is what we specialize in. We specialize in helping you and guiding you to healing the fragmented parts of your life that have created these stories in your mind that keep you from living the life of your dreams. If you want to find out how we can guide you in that process, my mastermind inner circle does just that. It's a group of like-minded individuals that is wanting the absolute best out of life and will not settle for anything less. We get together four times a year in person and twice a month online. If you're in a place in your life where you're ready to discover your truest potential, then Inner Circle is for you. Message us the word Inner Circle right now on Instagram or Facebook at Danny Morell. Our team will message you back and begin to share with you the details about what it would take for you to join our Inner Circle. Message us the words Inner Circle right now. So, um, back to the animals, back to the animals, because <laughs> yeah. we'll keep going. Yeah, I we know, will I literally, know. we will, we will stop. Yeah. Um, so you want to do a reading? Yeah, I'm happy to do a reading. So, um, just for anyone newer to the path, the key ingredient for me is that invitation in because, uh, I really try my best to never be invasive with my gifts and abilities. Um, Sometimes I just, I see things and know things without even tuning into someone's field, but uh, thank you for the invitation. Yeah. And can I say something real fast? What she just said is so important because again, so many people, not so many people, I have experienced um, 
people all of a sudden unlocking mm. a gift or an ability to know something about you or your life, and they will use that as an energetic hook to try to hook you into liking them or needing them. And it's it's so subtle, it's unnoticeable. And also self-importance, you know. Um, yeah, I've had, I've had experiences as well, you know, people that quote-unquote meant well and have good hearts and are loving mm. people. Um, but yeah, that feeling that they get when they think that they're tuning into right. a God message or the feeling that they get when they think they're, they're accessing the divine and then their excitement and expressing what ends up being in a violating and can be a, in a traumatizing way, the message that they think they have for you or what they're seeing for you, it can cause a lot of damage. A lot of damage. Like yeah. I've had that happen. I've literally run off my phone from listening to a really invasive violating voice note where I wasn't, there was no prefacing, nothing saying like, hey, what you're about to listen to, like is is a, a message that I think I got from God. I just like press play from a friend and it's just like all of this information that hit me so hard. I ran to the bathroom, liquid Threw diarrhea. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just spraying it out. That, well, that's how it happens. Mm -hmm. That's how it happens. And you guys got to be careful because, you know, again, so many people, it's the, I'm going to go back to the same thing. It's the same thing. It's, they, they find power in, in that and, and just feel through it, like feel through this conversation, how, how safe it feels, how, good it feels because I'm very protective of my energy. And so if I don't feel good, I'll just ask Casper. I'll just be like, mm, I don't know about that show. Yeah. It's a no, I, it's I a pass. I don't know. I don't know. It's a pass, you know? I, yeah, yeah. I, I relate Luke. Um, you know, he gives me a lot of credit and I give him where he is due, but like the piece that he gives it back to me, probably the biggest one is my discernment ability. Yeah. Because, yeah, my keeping my energy field clean, pristine, pure, and clear is utmost importance. So, could I ask you one more thing? Yeah. Before we get started, um, could, could you just quickly describe to to our listeners what is a reading? What, mm. like, what, what, and, and there's different types of readings. If totally. you could, yeah. 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 So, the reading, let's see what information wants to come through to answer that. What I am about to do with Danny is, uh, I work with, as I said, Ascended Master Jesus, the power animal guides and the power animal realm and, and various others, other guides who, who come in and out. But those have been my, my mainstay ones. And so because of our sacred agreements and our sacred working relationship, these guides are ever present for me. So I always feel them, but when I get an invitation in to be able to, with honor and and purity, connect into someone else's energy field, I it's kind of fun for me to try to put human words to this and to articulate what I do. But I'm able to, in in real time, just slide on over into the unseen realms. Uh, sometimes people like to define a shaman or shamanism as we, we walk with a foot in both worlds. I'm <clears throat> a foot in both worlds. I'm very much here in the earthly realm, very down to earth. I'm very grounded human and person, but I'm also just as connected to these unseen realms that I'm, that I'm starting to access right now that I can start to see, see the flutterings of it. So I will call the power animal guide forward. You have two options. Would you like the one that just most has a message for you right now today? Or do you have a particular question? No, the one that has the most, uh, the message. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, um, it's connecting in with purity and honor. And then intention is the next most important piece. So now we know Danny's intention. It's the animal who, who most excitedly and passionately has a message for him today. So now we know what the um, pure intention is, and I'll start to access into the field. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll have my rattle. Sometimes I like to kind of clear my field with some Palo Santo or whatnot. Sometimes I have my drum, but also um, those tools are not necessarily needed as in the case right now. So, <sighs> um, okay, so I'm giving a play-by-play. Right now, I'm just re-accessing my earthing grounding cord down in with honor to Great Mother Gaia. Just getting myself rooted. 
And then I breathe into my heart. So I ensure that's the place that I'm living from, embodying, and speaking from for the reading. Beautiful, bright, open heart. And then I take my cosmic line and I just allow it to lift into pure source consciousness field right into the epicenter. And now I know I'm holding that line. And that line is actually where the name rock star shaman comes from. It's connecting into rock and into star and the shaman part in my heart. So I'm here. And now I'm already, you know, I'm calling in the animal guides. And what's fun about these readings is there's typically these like peripheral uh, animals who start fluttering in right away. Like I already saw like a parakeet, a raccoon's walking by, but I can tell I've done enough of these readings. I can feel when someone has a lot of just animal energy around them, um, but there's a different feeling and a different texture when the messenger animal presents. So I'm just staying with it. We have a skunk taking some action here. One second. So um, there is a sheep presenting that's starting to talk. So this could be your messenger animal. I want to see what its message is for you. Mm. It's really beautiful and interesting. Um, the live readings that I've done most recently in the last two weeks, they're these honoring animals, these honoring messages. So rather than an animal coming in with advice or guidance, recently it's these animals coming in giving thanks and honoring the person I'm doing a reading for. So this sheep has come in um, but the message might not be what you think. It's honoring you and thanking you. And it's bringing me to the message that's actually on the sheep card in my animal power deck. And it's lead community unity. So stand by because there's definitely more coming in. Let me see what the sheep has to say for you. Mm. Okay, so this is intriguing. So this is where the, the co-creative dance will come in. The, the sheep just sheared itself, so it took all of its wool off. So now I'm curious for you, are, are you currently in a phase in your life where you're letting go of something big or you're clearing space for something new to come through, where you're letting go of an old skin or an old behavior or pattern? Is that something that's really present yeah. for you? Yeah, it's... um. It's the um, the fear of speaking absolute truth. Mm. Woof. Yeah, in all areas of my life. Okay, let's stay with this then. I yeah. let me let me get back <laughs> with our sheep friend here. Okay, this is so good. Okay, uh, let's see what sheep has to say about that. Mm. Woof. Mm. Ah, uh, yeah. So sheep, once again, I see, um, like, I guess it's the razor that you share with, right? Um, and it, the, it took me back. And again, the razor was there. The, the sheep is just standing, but this razor has no arm attached. The razor is just like shearing and shearing. And the sheep said, do not be afraid to take it down to your skin. Mm. Do not be afraid to take it down to your skin. So I, there's one more piece. That's the other fun thing about these readings is I, I can also always tell when the animal's like, wait, I've got one more thing to say. We're not quite done yet. So let me see what else is coming in. <sighs> Oof. Oh, God, this is so good. This is a juicy one. So I'm walk, watching this sheep walk around with no wool. It's just like this, this hairless, woolless sheep, like the skin, the skin of it. Um, hang on. Let me find the message again. It's saying, do not be afraid. Like, so picture, I want you to get into this field. I'm sure you already are, but like really picture this skin bare sheep walking around in this pasture with all these other sheep that are full and bouncy with all of this wool, you know, they're, they're full. And it's, it's this message of you're going to feel vulnerable and you're going to feel for a while like you're this odd man out. That's like, 
wearing this wonky meat suit, skin suit, because you're going to be walking around bearing your skin. You're going to feel naked AF because you're going to be around all these other people in the community and in the world that are still picking out and, you know, fluffing out their wool, but you're going to be walking down to your skin. But the, the sheep is urging you to hold that line, to hold that medicine, to hold that nakedness because it's all, it, it takes leaders like us and embodied teachers like us to, sh to be way showers of a new way. And it's that classic scenario of the sheep are going to start to look at you and walk, watch you walking around naked down to your skin, but then they're going to start to get it. In the beginning, you're going to feel like this wonky, alone, lone sheep in the pasture, but they're going to start to feel that transmission that's coming off your naked bare skin. And they're going to start to understand, oh, that is actually the way I'm going to put my pick down. I'm going to quit fluffing out my wool. This, this sheep is onto something. I, I love it. That resonates so much, mm. so much. You know, it's funny. Um, over the last three days, you know what my greatest fear in life was? My greatest fear in life was speaking about Jesus. Mm. It was about speaking about everything that I was made aware of. And, um, and I've just realized something. I've realized that in this episode and in a recent one, it's just becoming natural now. It's becoming natural. It's, it's, it's almost as if there was like a dark energy that was trying to tell me like, like don't do this to people. Like don't take away the thing that they believe. And if it was like trying to make me like bad for doing that, when, when I realized the, the, the opposite is truth is that when they're no longer waiting, you know, for someone or something to come and save them, then they could start to learn who they really are and they could potentially start to have, you know, these, their own type of spiritual embodiment and spiritual giftings and spiritual awakenings so that they can see that in many, in, in Jesus is us and you and you are me and I am you. Mm -hmm. And that's like in many ways, you know, the, the blockage for people is that they've been taught to look at something else mm -hmm. as the answer where the answer is within themselves. I'm so grateful that we're speaking to this as well. And what's interesting for me is because I wasn't raised in a church or a religious upbringing, you know, my religion was athletics and there was no time starting from two and a half through my college athletic career for anything other than that. Mm -hmm. But what that afforded me was when Jesus did present to me, I own my relationship began with ascended so, master Jesus. You see, and that, and that it's so interesting because I'll be talking to Jen about this and she's the same way. Mm. Like she never, she never have those constructs. She, yeah. Where this construct for me is massive and it weighs heavy on me. Yeah. It, it weighs heavy on me. And, and now it's like, yeah, it's it's just different. Well, thanks for being a willing and open conduit to begin to speak to the thing that brings with it resistance. And um, you might need a little more nudging. And oh, do I know that space oh so well. And I, I could be wrong. I always like to preface any wisdom nuggets that I, or gems I'm about to share with, with saying, because I'm very aware. You know, I, I am an incredibly gifted seer, but I always could be wrong, but I feel like where it could, can I share with you Yeah, yeah. where it could potentially be guiding you is, um, it will start to, I think in the not so distant future, take on, um, even more of a, an essence of an educator role. Mm. It'll be, it'll become in addition to just like sharing or storytelling, it'll, it'll start to veer more into education mm. energetics and, um, and it takes a lot of guts and courage and deep vulnerability to allow yourself to be taken into that current where divine is instructing you to become a messenger of. Because when I had my awakening, I was shown the visions right out of the gate of who I really am and how I'm supposed to, to share the shamanic and consciousness energies. I, you know, it was a big blast, you know, the download name Rockstar Shaman using the title shaman, all these things that I know have so many sensitivities and judgments and opinions on. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, and but yet I'm here to serve the instructions of the divine. 
and I'm a medicine woman and, and that's where I have to trust. And so I, I did that in such big ways, especially in New York City and, and LA, really putting myself out there. And then a number of years after doing that, I think it was that cultivation of trust and the divine seeing, the integrity and the way in which I, I serve and walk the path they started to lead me into the instruction of you are a shamanic educator. And I'm like, wait, no, no, hold up here. You got to be kidding me. I've had to muster up courage beyond what I knew was possible, beyond belief to do what I've already been doing. And now you're giving me this whole All other assignment yeah. to be a, an educator in this space. Yeah. Me, yeah, this gal from the Midwest who used to be a hip hop radio show host. Are you for real? <laughs> You know, and so I just, I think it's beautiful, the space that you're in and letting yourself be guided into. Yeah. If I'm honest, I've seen that already. Like mm. I, I've seen, mm. I've seen the, oh, like. The trajectory. Yeah. It, and it was, it was so scary when I actually saw it, I rejected it. I know that. You know feeling. what I'm saying? I do. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. I know it's going to sound terrible, but what I think was happening was the Christ consciousness was coming, starting to come in me. And I saw like my hands with a, a feather and I used to in ceremony do like a feather blessing. And I, and I saw, and there was a bazillion people. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally was like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. No, 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 no. I don't want that. You know? And it was as if I was like, what? And, th and this is where it was all starting to make sense because the mind goes, what am I? Like, am I Jesus or what is it? Mm. And no, the message is that Jesus, the Christ consciousness, once we're awakened, can live in all of us. Uh, amen. In all of us yes. and awaken our truest giftings. It's Yeah, it's always within, but it's like, are we willing to let it open, That's to right. inform, to That's activate, right. to illuminate? Oh, I'm so glad you're speaking to that. And it's so funny that the very... I, th I believe I'm, I'm accurate in saying the very first distinct, clear vision that spirit gave me around my true soul's calling, um, was me on stage in front of thousands of people with shamanic tools, sacred sense wafting in the mm -hmm. air. And so I know these feelings. Yeah, very well. And I, I also, scary. it it's is because it's bold. And, yeah. um, and I, and I resisted the educator piece for a very long time until I was like, okay, this is clearly not going away. I literally have no option other than to step into this yeah, and to yeah. keep going and yeah. to hold the line. I love that. Yeah. How do people, um, find out about your book? Ah, you could, um, you guys, look you at guys all got to go buy this. Thank you. Like, honestly, because if you, you know, so many people ask me, well, how do I begin to heal? And how do I, how do I, it's, it's by you, resources like this who connect you into the spirit world in a beautiful way. There are such pure transmissions in this book. It was that my intention, honestly, you know, was not for it to be a New York Times bestseller. It was let me be a pure vessel for the precise energetic blessings, messages, and medicine transmissions that need to come through to serve the highest, greatest earthly good, allow me to be a conduit for that to come into fruition. And that's truly all I cared about. So that is a living, breathing medicine book. And I can honestly say I put every fiber of my being into I it. I cannot wait. Baby, <laughs> we have a new book. It's powerful. I cannot wait to dig into this. And I want to just quickly honor the artist, William Santiago. He passed away right upon completing the animal art for that book. Oh, wow. He was young, and um, it was this wild, wondrous, shamanic occurrence that happened where he created these 100 animals. I knew he was the artist who could have them embody the teachings and wisdom ways that each animal represents. I knew he was the one. He created them and then transitioned to the other realms. That's it. So these are his last living works of art held in this book. So I always like to speak his name and, and honor and thank him for this co-creation. So you can find Animal Power Book and Deck anywhere books are sold. The fun thing is, though, if you go to my website, which is allisoncharles.com, and you do backslash animal power, also Allison spelled a little unique. It's A-L-Y-S-O-N. So if you go to my website, you can get a free 
video guided drumming shamanic journey that I facilitate where I will take you into the other realms and you can meet the power, the present power animal oh, for you. You got to go do that. So yeah, that's, that's cool. a fun bonus. That is cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Awesome. Oh, in my ceremony circle podcast, you can get to know me in the deepest ways because these long format conversations, you really get to know someone yeah. as opposed to Instagram, these static pictures. Right. So yeah, ceremony circle podcast. And my Instagram is I am Allison Charles. I am Allison Charles. Beautiful. Thank you so much. This was This great. was wonderful. Yeah. This really it was. It was a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it to totally was. <laughs> thank totally you. Was. Yeah, thank you. And and thank you guys. Go get this book. You know, if you, ah, oh, there's so much to know. There's so much to explore. And it's so much more than what the world has shown you. And and yes, you the animal kingdom wants to help you and guide you and support you. Um, and I know that might sound weird for you. Because trust me, it was weird as heck to me at one point in time in my life. And now... It is everything because it's truth. And so go get a copy of Animal Power and we'll see you on next week's episode of The Higher Self. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Higher Self. If you heard something in this week's episode that caused you to think maybe, just maybe, there was a higher potential for your life. Maybe there was a potential to earn and receive financial freedom, to attract the relationship of your dreams, or to improve your health. That's what we specialize in. We help wonderful human beings like yourself to unravel all of the limiting thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you've been living through so that you can finally tap into your life's truest potential. If you'd like to talk more about that, we invite you to join us on Instagram or Facebook and email us the word discover more. And when my team sees that, they will reach out to you, send you the details of how we could help you on your pathway to a life of abundance, fulfillment, and creating the absolute life of your dreams. Message us right now the words discover more now on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll see you soon.